Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I wanted to talk to you about discipline. I think I may have talked about this before, but it was I think it was in a slightly different way or um, perhaps just not as defined as this is. Anyway, I think discipline is an important thing to know and understand. First, for the Christian, and, and I'm talking about for the Christian, but this, this can apply to even the non-Christian and all of your life, really. Okay, discipline is training. You know, when, you're, when you discipline yourself to do something, you're training yourself to do something. When someone else disciplines you to do something, they're training you to do something. Sometimes that can be discipline, can be training with punishment. It doesn't necessarily mean punishment. Punishment is kind of, it's not. It's not always. Discipline does not always involve punishment, okay? Self-control, you're teaching yourself self-control. You're disciplining yourself. Um, so it's training, self-control. And if you're learning a discipline, that means you're learning a system of rules or conduct. Okay? And you'll notice there's a definite, a definite, um, a correlation or link uh, they come from the same root word discipline and disciple because a disciple is someone who is following we think of it purely from a Christian standpoint as a disciple is a person who is following Jesus who is disciplining and training themselves to be like Jesus and to follow his his code of conduct and his rules which is very true. That's very true for us. But you can be a disciple and be learning or be learned in any system or code of conduct and rules. And you can be a disciple of anything. You can be a disciple of science in that you learn whatever your uh, flavor of science is, be it uh, chemistry or whatever you're learning the, 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 the rules and the the guidelines and the codes of conduct for that or maybe that's not a good example maybe a better thing would be like you were a student of a certain um, chemist and learning how to do things and that kind of makes you their disciple because you're learning to do things what they do uh, again you know we think of a disciple primarily as being a Christian thing and even if you look up the definition, it's going to primarily be about Jesus. But you can be a disciple and be learning a code of conduct or system of rules about any number of things. Nonetheless, discipline, going back to discipline, you can just see how those two words relate. They come from the same root. Um, nonetheless, discipline, discipline is, we're going to look at this from God's standpoint. Discipline from God is God teaching us his rules and how to act and how and his code of conduct, let's say. And self-control because we need to control ourselves. God is not going to reach down and make you stop 
drinking whatever you're drinking or ingesting whatever you're ingesting or watching whatever you're watching or anything else. He's not going to reach down and just stop you. He has given us free will for a reason. He wants us to have self-control and choose the correct things. I would tell you that I personally believe that I'm a big failure at this myself, so don't feel bad. But if we understand it, <laughs> I believe if we understand it, it helps us. Okay, I believe if we understand what discipline is and how to move forward in our walk with the Lord and trying to follow uh, Jesus and uh, God and doing what we should do, if we'll understand discipline, I think that helps us. Now, God's discipline does not really come with punishment per se. When we break, when we break away from God and we sin, what we're doing is we're creating um, a situation where bad things come on us. But see, that punishment is of our own making. So it's not like God is really punishing us. We are creating our own punishment. So, that's something to be aware of, too. Alright, now I'm going to start us off here. We're, we're, we're going to look at several different verses, probably about nine different verses. We're going to jump around a little bit, which I know I don't normally like to do, but I think it's worthwhile. So bear with me. So first, let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 5. And I am reading out of the Amplified Bible. Therefore, know in your heart, be fully cognizant that the Lord your God disciplines and instructs you just as a man disciplines and instructs his son. Now think about that. We all instruct our children. We all say, what do you do? You don't just automatically start whooping them. No, no, no. See, everybody thinks discipline is punishment. It's not. Discipline is teaching and training. And what we do is we we talk to them and we say, look. Now, I, I know when they're really young, sometimes, sometimes that teaching and training can be a little different. But, but the minute they're of age where you can talk to them and reason with them, that's what you do. You talk to them. You say, hey, you know, we don't do that. You don't do that. You might burn yourself. You might hurt yourself. A lot, a lot of times our discipline, our teaching, our training is to keep our children safe. And that is exactly what God does. That's what he's saying here. Know in your heart that the Lord your God disciplines and instructs you just as a man disciplines and instructs his son. A lot of it is about safety. I want to keep you safe. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Remember what I said about when you sin, you're really bringing your own punishment on yourself. Well, God's trying to keep us from that. He's trying to teach us so that we will not have to suffer through that punishment, so that we won't burn ourselves or hurt ourselves in some way. So, you know, therefore, know in your heart, be fully cognizant that the Lord your God, the Lord your God disciplines and instructs, ah, instructs you just as a man disciplines and instructs his son. And I'm sorry, you have to pardon me, I get exasperated with myself and my inability to read simple things correctly. 
<laughs> it's okay it's just me uh, all right so I want to go on to the next the next thing it's in Hebrews now we're going to go all the way to Hebrews chapter 12 and there's a few verses there and you'll pardon me for taking wow way too long to get there come on scroll up here for me Hebrews chapter 12 and we're going to look at verse 6 first okay that was wrong that just went totally wrong uh, please bear with me I have the uh, Amplified Bible and I have it really on my phone I've got to get me a good a good hardback version but for right now this this works perfectly fine when I don't mess it up anyway so we're in chapter 12 of Hebrews and we're going to look actually we're going to look at verse we're going to start in verse 5 but the way they broke this up was odd so bear with me um, so we're going to look at verse 5 and 6 and verse 5 if you come down to where um, where um, uh, Paul is quoting says my son do not make light of the discipline of the Lord and do not lose heart and give up when you are corrected by him for the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves and he punishes every son, every son whom he receives and welcomes to his heart now the Lord he's saying here do not make light of the discipline of the Lord that's because it's, it's important it's to keep us safe it's to have us um, doing the correct things and following the correct things for the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves again just like we do children we're disciplining them we're training them because we love them and we care for them so this this discipline you know if you if you look in verse 7 it says you must submit to correction for the purpose of discipline God is dealing with you as with sons for what son is there whom his father does not discipline so this is all about in here in this part of Hebrews this is all about God a discipline teaching um, we need to submit to the correction of the Word of God when we are reading and we find that we've been doing something wrong or we have done something wrong we need to start making that correction in our lives now I know it can be difficult and it can take time because we have bad habits and things that we've just done so long and we we didn't think they were wrong or we didn't know they were wrong and we've got to have that self-control to start breaking those habits and to start you know it's going to take time it's not going to be an overnight thing but we start weeding those things out of our lives and we start uh, following the Lord in a more correct manner by eliminating these things I'm still always learning and finding out new things adjusting my attitude which is a big deal we sometimes really need to adjust our attitude I know I do <clears throat> pardon me for just a moment I'm <clears throat> getting a little frogginess hold on just a second <clears throat> hopefully that will be better so 
we do need to submit to that discipline and correction from God. And remember, remember that it's really for our good, for our protection, to keep us safe so that we're not reaping that punishment of sin that we don't want. Now, if we also look down just a few verses down in 10 and 11, for our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short time, as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good so that we may share his holiness. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful, yet to those who have been trained by it afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness, right standing with God, and a lifestyle and attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. Again, this is from the Amplified Bible. But here, he's explaining that difference. Our, our earthly fathers, they discipline us for a short time, as seems best to them to keep us safe and to raise us and get us out on our own. But God disciplines us for our good, so that we may share his holiness. Now, discipline, training, and sometimes this is training with punishment, but, but training brings no joy. If you think about it, when you're in an intensive training and you're trying to learn something new and do the right thing, and this, this can be with or without punishment, but it, it alludes to some punishment for, for wrongdoing here, but seems sad and painful, yet to those who have been trained by it afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. In other words, right standing with God, a lifestyle and attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. So God's discipline is taking us the right way to learn more about him, to follow him, and to be with him, and to share in that right standing with him, to give us peace. And, and all that's for our good. Now, it it's not immediately joyful and happy. When you're, think about it this way, when you are cutting yourself off from something like, um, something you really enjoy but is maybe wrong for you, well, well let's say like you're, you're, I'm going to use the dieting example again because it's, it's a good example because I have to cut off a lot of foods. Um, I'm, basically, I'm type 2 diabetic, so I have to stay away from a lot of carbs, okay? And I love bread and I love carbs. I don't really love sweets so much as I just love bread, okay? <laughs> that's, that's my downfall. So anyway, so it's hard and it's painful to cut those things out that you want, even though they're bad for you, but you want them, you like them, you enjoy them. And sometimes, like bread, it may not be solely harmful in and of itself. It's just that under these conditions, it is not good for you, or it's something that you have too much of, and you need to just cut back and be reasonable in the amount. Maybe, uh, maybe you've got yourself caught up in a situation where you are... Um, Maybe you're engaging in an innocent activity. Let's say you're playing a few, a few fun little games, okay? A few little, let's just say some few little innocent video games. Something that is good and wholesome, nothing bad. 
but you've got yourself caught into it so much that you're spending all your time doing that and you're not um, you're not doing your work, you're not working, you're not doing your housework, you're not doing whatever you're supposed to do, and you're not studying the Word, and you're not praying, and you're just sinking all your time into that. Well, that in and of itself is not bad. It's just that you've allowed yourself to go too far into that, and you've made it such a bad habit that now you need to really cut that back or cut that off and refocus and get away from that. So that's kind of an example Maybe that's not the best example. Um, it could be that you read uh, some. Some people get into reading certain types of books, you know, fiction or nonfiction doesn't matter, and you take it to such an extreme that um, you're ignoring everyone around you. You're 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 not. You're reading that rather than reading your Bible. You're not. Again, you're putting all that in front of everything else, and you're just uh, you're just going too far with it. And you need to cut that out. You need to push that away and, and have some discipline, self-control within yourself. You have to discipline yourself, control yourself to not do that. See, that's what we're talking about here is your training, your discipline is really teaching you, especially from God's purposes, self-control to keep you safe and to keep you on in right standing with God, to keep you righteous and safe and yes, sometimes it's painful because you're giving up things that you really want, that you really like. And some of those things are not always in and of themselves sinful. You may enjoy sitting down and reading a Western now and then. You know, one, you know, a clean Western, something that doesn't have whatever in it. I don't, I really don't know of a lot of books that, that have unclean stuff in it, but I'm just saying. You know, you're reading something that's more wholesome and, and good and entertaining for fun. Or maybe you're reading for other purposes. But you can also get too absorbed into your work and work way too many hours. And that has been a problem of mine. So I will just admit that. I'm really trying hard to cut back on that. It is difficult because I, I feel like I need to do these things. But... I have to realize that, you know, there's a certain, you have to maintain a certain amount of balance and a certain amount of time that you spend in anything. You can't let it take over your whole life. So, anyway, so there you go. Um, again, just remember that for the time being, discipline does not bring joy. It, it, it brings no joy. Um, but seems sad and painful, but over time, afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So this training will give you this peaceful fruit of righteousness, right standing with God, and lifestyle and attitude that seeks, you know, God's will and purpose. Alright, so that was in Hebrews 12. Now I have somewhere else to go. And I know I don't normally do all this, but we're going to go with this because I felt like this was worthwhile. If we go to Psalm 94, and if you get there before me, well, just bear with me. I will be there. I'm just having my, my issues today. But it's uh, Psalm 94, and we're going to look at verses 12 and 13. And all this is staying within discipline, okay? 
So hear me out. Blessed with wisdom and prosperity is the man whom you discipline and instruct, O Lord, and whom you teach from your law, that you may grant him power to calm himself and find peace in the days of adversity until the pit is dug for the wicked and ungodly. So here is the reason again you know, blessed with wisdom and prosperity is the man whom you discipline and instruct, O Lord. Now, we are blessed with wisdom and prosperity. Now, that can mean, prosperity can mean different things to different people. I feel like I'm rich far beyond what I've known in my earlier days of my life. But, I'm not rich compared to some people at all. I, in no way. But, I have a very wonderful good life. Um, blessed with wisdom? I'll tell you, the only wisdom I have is God's wisdom, but I'll take it. That's, that's the best, okay? I don't feel like there's anything really within me, but what I get from God, from the Lord, that's wonderful. I'll go with that. Now, he says, though, now this is, that you may grant him. See, this is the why. This is the why you're blessed with wisdom and prosperity is the man whom you discipline and instruct, O Lord, and whom you teach from your law, that you may grant him power to calm himself, that self-control, and find peace in the days of adversity. And it says, until the pit is, so this is like to the end of time, until the pit is dug for the wicked and ungodly. So this is the reason that you may grant him power to calm himself and find peace in the days of adversity. Because if we can calm ourselves and find that peace in the days of adversity and trust in God and believe in him and have that wisdom to trust in God, that's a big part of wisdom. That's a big part of our discipline and training is to trust in God during these times where Maybe our mind doesn't want to be peaceful, but we, we find we, we have the power through God, through Jesus, to calm ourselves and find that peace and trust in him. And that again is for us to keep us safe and to help us through these times, to help aid us through these troubled times we know we're going to have. Life is full of troubled times and it's full of learning times and but I thought that was especially important because it gives us a why another why that you may grant him power to calm himself and find peace in the days of adversity so that we can calm ourselves and have peace and trust in God and know that everything is going to be alright. Jesus has won the victory. It's all good. We're just gonna, we're just gonna pass through this, whatever this problem is. We're just gonna pass through this and we're gonna trust in God. Now we're still gonna do our part and do what we need to do, but by and large, we're gonna, we're gonna trust in God and believe that He's going to help us get through all of this, whatever that adversity might be. All right, and then finally, and this is finally, 
we're going to go to Proverbs 3 and verses 11 and 12. And I just hit the wrong chapter, so pardon me for just a moment. So we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 3 verses 11 and 12. My son, do not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes and the testing that comes from his correction through discipline. Nor despise his rebuke. For those whom the Lord loves, he corrects, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. So understand, you know, don't, don't reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Take it seriously. Understand that God is teaching us through his word, that he's training us in these things. And, you know, don't reject it and don't take it lightly, but learn from our mistakes and the testing that comes from his correction through discipline. You know, learn from our mistakes, really, is, is the main thing. Um, we're going to go through these trials, these tribulations, these times of trouble. We need to learn from those to calm ourselves, to trust in God. And the, the biggest part of our discipline is learning to trust in God. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's really the biggest part of it. It's Because our temptation is to try to grab the reins and take control and do everything ourselves. And, you know, honestly, you have to be able to trust God. You know, certainly do what you can do and do what's right for you to do. But a big part of our discipline is learning to trust God. But for those whom the Lord loves, he corrects. For those whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. And that is true. That's why we have the Word of God, because God loves us. He wants us to learn. He wants to correct us and train us in all these practices. And all we have to do, really, for that discipline, for that learning, to be a disciple, is to read and study the Word. Put it into practice in life. Now, We have to put it into practice in our lives. If we're just reading the Word, and I guess sometimes maybe I stress that too much, but think about it. I'm assuming, my assumption is, we're going to read and study the Word. We're going to learn what we should do, and we're going to put that into practice and do it. And if we find that there's something we're not doing, we're, well, wait. If we find there's something we're not doing, or if we find there's something that uh, we are doing incorrectly, we need to make that correction. We need to have that self-control, make that correction, discipline ourselves to follow what's in the Word. So I don't mean just sit and read the Word, read your Bible, and never do anything about it. No, I mean take it seriously, implement it in your life. That's why he says do not reject or, or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes. Don't despise his rebuke, which again comes from his word. If we find we're doing something wrong and we see that Jesus says, hey, you know, this is not a good thing or or anywhere in the Bible, basically, if the word says, you know, what you're doing is wrong. Um, now make sure you're taking things in context and you understand what's being said. Okay. And understand that when you listen to others, when you listen to... Uh, anyone, even myself, and they're trying to teach anything or they're trying to preach 
any message to you, make sure that it follows the Word of God and things are not taken out of context. Make sure you understand as best you can. But this is the discipline of God. For those whom the Lord loves, He corrects, even as a father corrects the son in whom He delights. So let's learn from our mistakes. Let's not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Let's make sure we know what, uh, you know, what God expects of us. Let's go through this training, this self-control, and let's follow God's system, God's rules. Um, the main rules, remember the main rules are to love God with all your heart and all your strength, to love your neighbor, to love one another as yourself. Those are the main rules, you know. So doing those, you will seek the kingdom first. You will read and study your Bible. You will implement those that those things that you find in your Bible. You will, you know, you will accept this discipline and this training, and you will take that into your life and make that a part of your life. Okay. So for us, it largely comes down to self-control. Okay, we're trying to control ourselves and follow Jesus, follow the Lord, and follow the guidelines that God has given us. So I hope this has been helpful. Understand that uh, God corrects us and disciplines us, um, which is teaching and training us because He loves us. And He wants us to have that right standing with Him and to be with Him. Uh, in heaven. So, uh, again, I hope this has been helpful. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, stay safe. Watch out for yourself. Watch out for others. And remember that God loves you.